This is the Afternoon Commune Podcast, a podcast about all things cozy and seasonal, a place for people to come together and share what makes their hearts sing. Welcome, friend. Okay, so hello, guys, and welcome back. This is episode five. I'm really excited. I have a special guest here today. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Soraya. Um, I'm 28. Mm-hmm. I am a wife and a mom, a creative and a doula, um, really just on my own personal journey mm-hmm. <laughs> of healing and just trying to find enjoyment in life. Right. And so today's episode is she's going to be talking about her favorite hobbies, which are cooking and writing. So I guess I'll ask you, which one do you like more, cooking or writing? <laughs> Whoa. I'll have to say writing. Okay. And what do you normally write, like poetry or just like journaling or what is it? So both, but poetry, it all started really with music. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I love to rap. I like Mm -hmm. to sing. I'm not the best singer, but I like to sing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when I was younger, I started off writing um, like little short stories and mainly like songs. Um, And then in college, I went to an HBCU for a little while. And there was a girl on stage. She was doing spoken word. And I was like, this is everything I like. I have a hard time saying in my song. So Mm -hmm. I started writing poetry in college. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. beautiful. So I I would get into that, but it's not. Mm-mm. Not for me. Not for me. I just journal and that's yeah. it. Okay. So are you also into writing books as well? Or is it just like poetry and raps? Like So words? I want to write books. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had like different things that I felt like the Lord put on my heart to write about. Right. Um, only a few different things. Mm-hmm. But now with kids and stuff, it's right. hard to really sit down and like write long form. Right. So, but yeah, in the future, I hope that I get the privilege of writing some books. Mm-hmm. And so, do you also like to read? Do you feel like that? I know you said music as well, but do you feel like reading also enhanced your like wanting to write more? Yes, for sure. I remember just loving um, just books. Like I used to read like short books when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like next year, one of my big goals is like I need to read a lot of books, and I have a lot of books in my home library. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, these are all too good for me to keep going to the library, <laughs> right. like our local library and not read the ones I have at home. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to read more. I have the same exact problem. I go to the library and I'm like, I'm so excited. I see all these books. Mm-hmm. I get them. And then I'm like, okay, it's time to time. I didn't read any of them. <laughs> but I feel like nowadays, like library deadlines are so much shorter. Like I feel like when I was a kid, you could have the book for like a month, but now it's like, Mm -hmm. it's for a week or two weeks. And I'm like, that's not even enough time to read, especially if you have multiple books. Mm -hmm. I don't know what changed in that or what, but that's one of the reasons I can never finish them. Cause like, I don't want to buy like so many. And then it's like, I finished them by Friday. And it's like, obviously I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I know the one by me, like, they let you take out, like, however many books you want. Like, you can get mm-hmm. out 20 books if you want. Right. But it's the same thing where it's But like, if it's due by Friday, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you have to get one, basically. Yes. So what genre of books do you like to read? Um, so I really used to like, um, like, romance mm-hmm. when I was younger. Yeah. Now that I'm older, like the adult romance books, I haven't found any, like even though I'm married, yeah. 
there's certain ones where I'm just like, man, I wish there were just some really dope like romance books that didn't have to be. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like all of them are like on TikTok or Instagram, there's all these book suggestions and I'm like, oh, so exciting. And then like all of them like have smut in them. And I'm like, okay, so like, and I don't even know how to find the ones that don't have it because it's like nowadays everything has it in it to where like you would have to just read it to find out if it's in there and then obviously it is and then you're just like oh. right right <laughs> like can we just get some literature like some beautiful right. books, like I was just talking to someone about that recently I was like I mean what happened to just like it giving the impression that they made love but not mm-hmm. like the explicit mm-hmm. detail just like it's just like you get you obviously know that's what ha- what's happened but it doesn't mm-hmm. like have to go into like the deep yeah private details right. basically yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, I feel like it's either that like super raunchy books or just like super kind of cheesy books where it's like right. mm, I don't really want to mm-hmm. read that either okay I, so yeah not romance <laughs> but what else <laughs> um okay so lately I've been into like um I would say books that are more related to like being black. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. I don't know what the genre is. Now I will say, I'm gonna just mm-hmm. keep it real. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I go to the urban section mm-hmm. of the library, I'm like, like where are the author? Like I'm not trying to right. be rude, mm-hmm. but it's still like those, a lot of the books in the urban section still have the cover with like, Girl, I don't know how to explain it. I know exactly but what you're I'm talking about. I'm thinking about, like, Buford High type I know stuff. exactly what you're talking about. And <laughs> right, yes. like, come on. But it's yeah, unnecessary. So, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. about being a Black woman or the Black experience in some type right. of way. Things Do you like have, that. like, a favorite book that you would give us a suggestion to read? I don't. Okay. But when I do, I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so getting into cooking a little bit and then we'll go back to writing. So what do yeah. you like to cook? Like what's your favorite cuisine? Um, so I love Korean food. Okay, yes. Um and I don't know. Wait, is ramen considered Korean or is it So yeah, they have like Japanese ramen and then there's like okay. Korean ramen. Like they're different. They're not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I need to be like better versed because I don't know which one it is that like mm-hmm. But um, I used to live in Sacramento. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I always kind of been a foodie, but when I moved to Sacramento is when like cooking and food mm-hmm. were like, oh my gosh, because it's so diverse there. Like I had never been in such a diverse place before. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone was like, yeah, I want to go out for ramen. And I'm like, what? Like I'm about to spend more than like a dollar or some ramen? No. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally we went out to a restaurant and I was just like, it's this like it's different, yeah, from store bought. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's like a big hug, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can never finish like a like a, full a big bowl. Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> I can never finish it, but then you can't take it home because it's like the noodle texture changes, and it's not the same thing. Yeah, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like cooking is something that I feel like I've grown to love. Okay, yeah. When I was younger, I wasn't really into it much. Um, in college, like I would cook here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think after moving, mm-hmm. exposed to different cultures, right. and then also getting married and right. having to cook more, I was like, this is really nice. Like, I mm-hmm. really love this. So, right. 
So yeah. does your husband cook as well, or are you just the main person that cooks? So he will cook, but I'm the main person that cooks. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's 50-50 for me and my husband, because like he likes to cook, so he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't mind cooking. Yeah. So it's like we kind of go back and forth. Um, except his food's a little more salty than mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, keep it real. <laughs> All right, that's like, that's the only thing you're good, but. Yeah, it's so Because, so, like, it's like when you have different, like, tastes, like, I, like, kind of st- force myself to stop eating a lot of sodium just because I know it's not good for mm-hmm. me. And so because of that, I'm, like, trying to put him on, like, non-sweet stuff, like, yeah. non, like, not super salty stuff. And it's like he has to adjust to it. And then mm-hmm. he also has to adjust it with his cooking as well. And I'm like, well, once you get used to it, it's not, like, horrible. Like, it's not horrible. I'm trying to get him on sparkling water, but he does not like it. Ooh, fancy. Does, I love sparkling water. Like That's what I'm saying. Because, like, I'm trying to stop drinking soda. So I'm like, okay, sparkling water. And I love it. He... Yeah. He despises it. He said <laughs> it's literally like teasing. He said it literally just tastes like what soda is supposed to smell like. <laughs> yeah, that's that. See, that's that sugar. Mm-hmm. That's that sugar attachment. I'm trying to say right. it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like the sugar is in everything. But one of the things I did love because I used to work at this. Um, it was kind of like a cafe, mm-hmm. and they did a lot of their drinks with sparkling. Um, with sparkling water yeah but they used to do a lot of um like, like we purees yeah yeah i haven't tried it yet but i want to because i know that's a korean thing too it's called they call it like aids it's like a okay. grape aid or like a strawberry yeah. aid and it's basically like you're just like mincing up the fruit and you may put like a sugar base sometimes or you're like mm-hmm. you're like boiling the fruit with the sugar and then putting it in the sparkling water mm-hmm. um but yeah it looks really good i haven't tried it yet though i probably yeah. should Definitely. Okay, so what's your favorite dish to make? Or you can list a couple, not just one. Yeah. Okay, it's not a dish, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like to make vegan food. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't even, well, I guess it, that is vegan. But I just love cooking vegetables. Yes. Like a good vegetable stir fry. Mm-hmm tofu mm-hmm. um even like raw um raw vegetables like a really good chopped salad like mm-hmm. those things are so fun because it like it takes attention to detail like right. spending the time to cut like mm-hmm. all the vegetables letting it simmer up like i just love it so you like cooking cooking like in the sense of every single aspect of it i could tell just from that description (laughs) like spinning the salad (laughs) like everything's enjoyable yes Mm -hmm. i love it like you've grown to like cooking more because you're married and you have kids you feel like i would say yes okay but okay it's it's two different sides to it because I was thinking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. One side is because it's been one way that I can love on myself more. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times, if I'm cooking, my husband will make sure the kids are like, they're leaving me alone. Right. So it's kind of like an alone time, but also that creativity, like because I like to write, right. like that's my biggest passion. And mm-hmm. I haven't had that much inspiration or time to do it. Right. But I always have to cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes I like, get in the kitchen. That's like a little piece of my own like creative poetry. Right. It's like um, you're making art. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So That's beautiful. Actually, I really like that. <laughs> so are your kids picky eaters? Because I know some people's kids are picky eaters. Like I used to be a nanny for like nine years. And uh-huh. this one kid, he did not want to eat anything but spaghetti noodles and butter. 
that was it. Like that, that was all he would eat. No breakfast, no nothing. Just spaghetti noodles with butter. <laughs> like, like would not like, I don't know what it is because like, even if your kid is not picky per se, mm-hmm. it is like a hard task to expose them if you haven't done it from like the very beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So my son, like, He's less picky than my daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like my daughter, for some reason, she's like deli meat, sometimes meat in general, like chicken. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't like that. Rice, mm-hmm. meat, like no. Um, and then my son, he'll be more open to like eating some of my salad, mm-hmm. maybe a couple bites. Like he'll right. pretty much try anything that I like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's he basically likes to mooch off of you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Thank that's you for how, that out. Right. That's how it was with my last nanny job. So I nannied a five month old and a two year old. And the two year old, but her mom said it's probably because she was vegan when she was like in her mm-hmm. belly. So she okay. did not like meat. Like she really despises meat. She does not like it. She loves vegetables, loves mm-hmm. fruit cannot do meat and she's like I'm pretty yeah. sure it's because I was vegan at the time so she's like no but then at the same time she still wants to try like yeah. she'll whine for the stuff they have and then realize it's meat and be like mm, never mind so then I'm like yeah. you just whine for nothing basically. <laughs> like, exactly. and then the baby of course is like I'll eat anything because they're feeding him like meat and so they're That's like it. like introducing it slowly it's like more mm-hmm. of like like a slow roast because it's like, you know, softer, it's easier to digest basically. So he'll eat anything. As soon as he sees it, he gets jealous. Like the three of them will be at the dinner table and he'll (laughs) be playing on the floor. He already had his bottle and he'll be like, oh, why am I not a Yeah. Yeah. Super cute. That's sweet. Mm. That's really sweet. Okay. So dishes. Yeah. Besides the Uh, vegetables. Okay. Besides the vegetables, Mm -hmm. soups. Okay. soups Mm -hmm. um i found that it's hard though like i Mm -hmm. i'll purchase like um the chicken stock and stuff from the in the little carton thing or whatever which Mm -hmm. is fine yeah but honestly it's still like you still have to like flavor it up though Mm -hmm. that's the thing about it and i want to learn how to make my own broth yeah but I need more time. Like, I just need more I'm, time. In my I'm day. the same exact way. I want to learn how to make soup so bad. Every year I'm like, this fall and winter, I'm making soups. And then it yeah. does not happen. Yeah. Because, like, I will literally do what you said, like, do, like, I'll do everything, the bouillons, everything. And it's like, it's still, uh-huh. like, it's almost like it's separated. Like, the flavoring is on top. And then it's like, you can taste the water separately. And exactly. it's like, but how do you make it into like a one good, like, all yeah. around thing? It's like, it's a secret society. I don't know. It, I don't is. it. it is. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like you need a homestead to know how to make soup. <laughs> right. And then you have like, to soup has to sit for like basically all day. That's my assumption. Yeah. Because I'm like, how are people getting these super rich? Like, I know like some people do it where they like, will like boil the vegetables first and they'll puree it to make like the soup base. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't always want that. Like, I yeah. sometimes I want more of just like a stew where it's mm-hmm. like, it's more like there's a lot of a lot of chunks and stuff of vegetables or meat or whatever in it and then it's like there's more of a liquidy base but it's not like just watery basically yeah I'm the same way like I feel like I I don't know if I've tried butternut squash soup yet Mm -hmm. I don't know stuff like that is like I, I think I can have it with like a like a baguette, like if I cut it up. Right, you'd have to have it with something else. It feels like baby food. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely like a broth type of person, and I think that's one of the things I love about like um, 
like Asian like meals. Like I mm-hmm. love that they have a lot of broth and mm-hmm. like veggies and mm-hmm. the texture. Like you get a little bit of crunch. You get a little right. Bit. I'm like this like is like the perfect diet they eat a lot of broth and if they're not eating broth and it's really meat heavy they still have like a tea or something after and that's what i loved about going to korea because like every restaurant we went to had some kind of tea at the end that was specifically for like helping with your stomach and i was like see why don't we do this well i know why we don't do this in america but like it's just sad when you see other countries like doing the healthy stuff and then we're like everything is trying to poison us literally everything it doesn't make sense and that's the thing about different cultures like I feel like I feel like if you cook Mm -hmm. you have to learn about other cultures right because then you're able to it's like a science I feel like and I'm not Mm -hmm. even a science type person but like and I don't have like sometimes it's overwhelming because Mm -hmm. I'm really trying to get more into nourishment yeah Mm -hmm. um especially because I'm like the Basically, I'm the conductor of like necessarily like my my family's health, like mm-hmm. what I'm putting in their bodies. Every right. Day. It's not um, just like eating for fun. It's like you're literally helping your children grow and giving them the things they need so their body can be strong and healthy. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, like just looking into other cultures, I feel like they're intentional. Like right. their spices, their veggies, the mm-hmm. things that they pair together. Like right. it's just so beautiful, really. I and I, like- I really found it. I feel like it has to do with the fact that like in other countries, because they're like like America's a mixing pot. It's literally just a whole bunch of different 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 countries coming together versus these countries where it's like they're staying in their roots. Their mm-hmm. like recipes are being passed down. So it's completely different. They stay with more natural things, more holistic things. So that's like ingrained from like the beginning of that country. But like America, it's just like so many like we don't really have like cultural it's always been like we're just mixing different cultures of food in a very yeah. unhealthy way. So I feel like that also has to do with it a lot. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the first time that you have something, like, you'll have an American version, and mm-hmm. then the first time you have the real version, it's like... It's completely different, and then, like, you'll feel <laughs> sick eating the American version, but then you'll yeah. get the other version, it's like, that's how I was in Korea, I was like, they're eating so much meat and stuff, but I'm like, I don't feel, like, weighted, but it's also because the lifestyle is just different, like, in a lot of countries is more walkability so people are really outside more they're walking more they're doing things to help they're not just eating whereas america like in some places yeah it's walkable but like here for example where i live it's very hard to walk anywhere we don't really have as many like sidewalks and they'll like cut off at random points where you're walking in the grass it's just like really weird so i feel like if we had more of a walkable country to where like you know you can go out and eat and there's culture of like being healthy that could be the case of where it's easier but yeah Definitely. Mm-hmm. Even just like the culture around working, I yeah. feel like that's the way from our ability to enjoy food. Because it's like, okay, when I wake up, I got like an hour. Let me make a quick breakfast. Let me mm-hmm. do that. Let me, you know, get the work. I can mm-hmm. pack my lunch. Like, so. But the crazy thing is, though, like in Korea, for example, or just Asian countries in general, they work more than us. They stay in school more than us. Yes, they work more. They stay in school way longer than we do schools. Like in Korea, they stay all day. What do they do? (laughs) So like there's literally like before school, then actual school, then after school where they're studying. That's why their suicide rates are so high because they're literally like throughout the day, like you're in school. But that's also why I like Korea because of the sense of not that, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) 
but they'll work all day. They'll be in school all day, but they still intentionally make time to go out after. Like the Korean culture is like here, it's like you work and you wait till the weekend. The weekend. No, they'll go out every single day and live their life every single day. They don't let work stop them from going out and just like having fun, eating good food, connecting with family, et cetera. So I feel like it's definitely also a mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that because I had no idea. Like, that's scary. That is scary. I can't imagine it. That's so much time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like besides soups, what would you say is the hardest dish you've ever tried to make? Or like, what's a dish that you tried and you like absolutely failed at and you're like, never again? <laughs> yeah, definitely like fried chicken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'll say anything that has like a really good breading on it. Okay, yeah. Like I cannot get, I don't know if it's the oil that I'm using. It's like it can't stick. Like it can't like, stick, but it's also not that like, it's like crispy, it's just not crispy. cohesive. Yeah. yeah. And then when you bite, it's like, this needs to be like a whole like, that so happened just, to me too. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I don't know what it is. I don't see how people do it, but it's like it don't. It's not. It doesn't work. Yeah, like <laughs> I need a special. I need like a deep fryer. Mm-hmm. I can't just like pop it in like grandma. Like right, you know. and then it's magically just the perfect, <laughs> the perfect crispy chicken. It's like, yeah. but how did you do that? And then they can't even tell you how because they don't even know how they did it. They just did it. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. So yeah, definitely like anything fried. I have a hard time with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Mm. I just realized this because you asked me. Mm-hmm. Seafood is also one of my favorites. Okay, but it's hard for me to get like a really good like sauce or flavoring mm. on seafood, like without obey. <laughs> yeah. So that's another one. Okay, that's good. Yeah, the only seafood I've actually like made like that is salmon. I make a good salmon, but it's like I've never thought to go outside of just like salt, pepper, smoked paprika, garlic mm-hmm. powder, and then like an Italian seasoning, like keep it like yeah. the basic, most basic of, <laughs> of cooked amazing. salmon. But I'm like, there's other people doing like all kinds of sauces and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I do not adventure <laughs> into that area. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I can't. Uh-uh. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I feel like yeah. I'd have to go to cooking classes for that. I just Seriously. don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Salmon though, I think if you're a beginner and you want to be healthy, like. It's an easy you, thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you, the, the flavor sticks to it well. Right. You can even just pop it in the oven, even if you forget about it. Like mm-hmm. wrap it in foil. When right. It comes out. It's mm-hmm. good. So what would you say is your favorite seafood then? Um, crab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was younger, I had memories of like, in the summertime, I always would go to my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. And she lived in Philly. So they would have like block parties like all summer long. Mm-hmm. And everybody's parents, like they would block off the street. Mm-hmm. Everybody's parents would buy like a whole bunch of crabs. And mm-hmm. it's just like bags. And girl, all the way down oh. the street. <laughs> it's just like bags of crabs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like it tastes good. Mm-hmm. You don't always get a lot of meat, but yeah. I like, I like breaking it, mm-hmm. like cracking it. You just like the process. Okay, that's me. Yeah. That's me. Like, I like sunflower seeds and things where you're literally <laughs> just like, you're doing something. It's like, you're not even eating. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you like the fact that you have a task. It's not even like, oh, it's about flavor. It's just, no, I just like that I'm like tinkering with my hands. <laughs> 
I feel like this is becoming a therapy session because I'm like, <laughs> no, I was trying to save I really I thought I was the only person that thought about because <laughs> everybody else was like, oh, flavor. I'm like, no, I actually like the process of like the whole thing and like trying to find the meat. It's a whole thing. I like That's it. That's part of the meal. Like you mm-hmm. have to just yeah yeah everybody complains and i'm like i don't know what you guys are talking about this is like the best part but okay (laughs) (laughs) have you had king crab i have not i'm terrified of that it looks so big that i'm like i feel like that should not be eaten because of how big it looks yeah i didn't realize how big it was till i saw it in person and i was like that does not seem like that should be (laughs) and they used to get the ones i don't know if these are dungeonies i don't Mm -hmm. know the ones where it's like, it's literally like little crab. With the like legs. the little soft shell crabs? No, not soft shell. Okay. But you like, you open it up. Mm-hmm. It's like this shape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I haven't so, had it, but I know what you're talking about. Those are really small. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes the little legs are like really tiny. It's mm-hmm. barely in there. But mm-hmm. yeah, never had king crab before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you feel about switching gears a bit how do you feel about people who are against that because they say it's not biblically clean Ooh, mm. this is like a learning i'm learning so much mm-hmm. um and actually because i was thinking about this before we got on mm-hmm. i was so excited to talk to you because you're one of the like people mm-hmm. and you're one of your one your account um was one of the ones that i felt like I was able to come across like on purpose mm-hmm. um, and like the Lord has really just been like shifting my perspective, mm-hmm. my focus, mm-hmm. different, thing, different things, my desires. Right. Um, and so, so yeah, to answer the question, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure, right. um, but I'm interested in learning more. I feel like I want to have a conversation with someone yeah. to understand, you know, their perspective better yeah because i feel like some people kind of like so i like crab and i will eat it here and now but then like one time i got so excited because i like crab so much and i was like i'm an adult i can buy as much crab as i want and then i got sick and then after that like because like i ate so much i got i was like queasy and sometimes i do that where like i like something so much i'll eat like a big portion and then i don't eat it for years after that because it's like okay i overdid Uh it so i'm kind (laughs) of like in that phase right now where like i haven't eaten in a while because i'm like "Mm," i'm thinking about that time i ate too much and it was just no um but for me when it comes to eating biblically clean i don't know i feel like there's like a back and forth with me like I grew up in a Christian household to where like we didn't really talk about eating biblically clean yeah so it's like we literally just ate everything um mm-hmm. pork literally everything and then as I but I never really liked so it's more so like I moved away from that stuff because I never really liked it to begin with but I grew up in a household where it's like you eat what you get and you don't mm-hmm. question it <laughs> so like I've always hated mushrooms I've always hated pork I've always hated things that were biblically clean so it's like I didn't really need to eat them anyways but I do like crab I don't really like shrimp, but I'll eat it like here and there because my husband loves shrimp. But it's like, I feel like, yes, God can move me to like start to not eat those things. But I feel like if I'm just doing it just because the Bible says so, it's not really my heart telling me. It's more so that's when it gets into religion and it's more so turns into like you're doing it because you're thinking like, I'm going to go to heaven if I do this. And if I don't, then, you know. I'm going to hell for it and then it gets a little tricky right. um but yeah oh wait yeah. we have 10 minutes <laughs> I guess we're talking. 
I got into a deep topic at the wrong time. But yeah, I feel like it's definitely... um, Yeah, but I enjoyed talking to you. I'm so glad we got to do this. So do you have any socials or businesses or anything that you'd like to share? Um, My main page is Mm -hmm. Dula Soraya. Can you spell it out? Yes, Mm D-O-U-L-A. S-U-R-A-Y-Y-A-H. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my main page. Okay. And then me and my husband have a page too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's called For the Peoples. Okay. Um, and it's for F-O-U-R. And then everything else is spelled same. Perfect. Well, I'm so glad to have had you on. And this is the end of episode five. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Please follow the Afternoon Commune on Instagram. It's the same as the podcast title. And I'll see you guys next time.